Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right, after that, we moved on to the Q&A, which wasn't a Q&A. It was more of a friendly chat about golf with Tom Ross and Gary Cook. Um, I, I think they ran out of time a bit when it got to this. Um, I think given mm-hmm. the chance to ditch it, they perhaps would. I don't think they knew Tom Ross was going to go rogue and just randomly group all the questions together. Uh, but it, it didn't really play well for me. I don't know don't know what you yeah. think, boys. It might have been a time, time constraint kind of thing, but yeah... It- as we said at the start, it, it didn't it didn't turn out the way that I hoped it would do before we got there. But um, yeah, what my question got asked. Yeah, questions got asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. question got asked. Was to be it fair, asked... your question got asked in the context that you probably asked most? Well. Yeah, yeah, almost, yeah, almost, almost. Yeah. Because I said that I asked. Um, so Tom Brady, what's the score? You know, what's yes. his advisory board? He's like, yeah, yeah. There's absolutely zero detail about it online. Yeah, and they kind of skirted the advisory board, but they talked about uh, that Tom Brady's um, TBRX coaching. Well, we had, like, yeah. had, we, had um, we had a question about this: the Birchwood Vampire at Willow Birch Luke. What further information was given about Brady's role and commitment, and what aspects oh, of does his advisory so, so, board have control over? Yeah, so I don't know about the advisory board, and I think that might be a bit of like wall. Yeah, but so TBRX coaching have uh, sent over a couple of guys to Blues. A guy called Peter Cummings, who I found on LinkedIn, found him on Instagram, who's a neuroscience type guy. Um, he's one of the co-founders. He's been over here, and like he's actually been posting Instagram stuff. He was at Blackburn. He um, posted an Instagram picture there from there. Um, the other person who founded um, TVRX, uh, I read about the Guardian. He was like, and it says Alex Guerrero legally cannot call himself doctor. I was like, oof, <laughs> oof, okay. Apparently, they've, they've been in at the club for two and a half weeks. They've been yeah. working with nutrition. The players are like, you know what? This isn't bad. There is CPD stuff for the staff, which is uh, continuous personal development, I think. Mm, yeah. So I think from what the stains of it, and, and they were actually quite like, well, no, if it works, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. They, they weren't 
like saying, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be revolutionary. They were more like, yes. we're trying something. We're going to see how it goes. If it works, get that extra percent. Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't, well, we'll try something else, which mm. I think you can't say any fairer than that. No. And now I've looked into, now I've seen the Instagram post. I'm like, well, yeah, the, the guy actually is here and he actually is doing something. They're getting personalized um, meal plans and everything, aren't they? Yeah, and okay, so do you remember all the criticism because our players had 10 days off in Sheffield Wednesday trained for two weeks? Mm. Yeah. Didn't make any, one iota of difference on the pitch, no. did it? Mm. We, they didn't look any fitter than we did. No. And this is the thing, it's like, I think against that superficial thing, I saw people railing against this, but maybe like giving the players a little bit of a break was a good thing. Mm. If they didn't send them away like, oh yeah, see you in a week, like yes. don't put in any way. It was like, see you in a week, here's your plan, here's your meal plan, do this, do that. And like, just do it somewhere you want to. Maybe in the it maybe in the, back in the players, doesn't it? Yeah, just back in the players. Yeah, and by the end of it, players did that. They came back. They've, they've all like taken like notice of what they've been told to do, and they did it. And maybe the break was what something they might have needed a little bit. Yeah, you know, I know. Like, so when there's a massive block of games, you don't actually do much training with the players because you can't. No, when you're playing Monday, Wednesday, when you're playing Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. There's going to be a bit of recovery, a bit of shape work, and that's yeah. not it, really, because that's all you can do. Yeah. So it's it's going to be, you know, like, uh, let's make sure we prevent injuries. Let's talk about the little bits that went – let's watch the little bits that went wrong. Let's watch the little bits that went right. Let's, like, walk through stuff maybe in training. Like, just have a look at, you know, how we're setting up and what we're doing. Maybe mm-hmm. a few drills, but nothing really taxing because – you can't train and play three times a week and not get injured. No. You know, like no. the professional athletes, they should be able to. It's, it really isn't like that. It is yeah. really fucking difficult to be at that level for that long. And again, without wanting to sound like a, you know, American sports psycho, like if anybody is going to know about staying at the top of your game for as long as possible, it's Tom Brady. Who so. mm. the balls? Won a Super Bowl with the Bucks, oh. didn't they? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. When did the Bears last win a Super Bowl? Yeah. 1985. Oh, okay, quite some time ago. I um, wasn't even born. Question from remember that. Dan Tanner. You do or don't? I do remember, oh, you that. Do remember that. It was 40 then. Oh, my dog's having a dream. If you can hear barking, it's a... Um, Dan Tanner at Daniel Tanner. What's the plan for the rest of the club being purchased? Ivory. Dog nice. Yeah, no one asked that. Was that. Not no one discussed. answered that. Uh, no. That wasn't discussed. I did... I did I had it. I thought, kind of talked um, off the cuff with Mark Smith, and I was like, "This is a big shot." Like, like this time last year, I was getting ready to go to Hong Kong to go to the ATM. I mm. like got the tickets booked, and I let them. I had to let them know in advance I was coming because of some weird stuff exchange rules and like um, the, the way my um, shares were held. So I had to tell them I was coming. Um, so, and I, I just remember like thinking, "Oh, you know." Um, I think it was today, this day last year, the Mexico thing fell apart, officially. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh, you know, we're fucked. Um, it wasn't until, like, mid-December when I started hearing stuff about um, um, Jeremy Dale's mark. I mean, obviously, I'm not important enough to have heard it in November, like, somewhere I know. But um, <laughs> uh, anyway, I casually mentioned this to... Uh, uh, to um, Mark Smith, he was like, "Oh yeah, they're a, they're, they announced they're at EGM for this year." I was like, "Yeah, they did, they did." Because I saw it and like, so I'm not going this year. <laughs> and 
so it's obvious the club are, are very aware that's what's going on, but it, it also is like abstract. It's like 6,000 miles away. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and that's really key, really, because we've not heard anything on the King investigation. I wonder if that's been brushed under the carpet or if that's just been like, so I, I've got a feeling it might be bogged down in legality. Don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of like let sleeping dogs lie a little bit. Hmm. Just understand that Knighthead have them by the absolute bollocks legally. Hmm. And they can't get away from that. And it's just a matter of time. And realistically, it's immaterial. BSAs don't exist. They're called Zo Huge Group now. Um, they're, um, they're just dealing with investments in Cambodia and Japan. They cut like they've dropped our logo as their logo, and nothing to do with us anymore. Are they getting any We're money from invest- us at all? They never got money from us anyway. They put it in. What are they getting out of still part owning owning us? Um, the stock exchange re- revenue revenue on the balance sheet to keep mm. their stock exchange listing. Yeah, yeah. that's it, really. Yeah, I'd, um... yeah I'd, 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 a comment on on YouTube on the very first meeting with the mayor that we did. Uh, someone put yesterday watching uh, AP RP One VX. Uh, watching this again today for some reason, and it's unbelievable how far we've come since this podcast. Um, yeah, it, it is. is really. It, it's mental how yeah. how far we've come, uh, and I think it is important to remember where we were and, and where we are now. And yeah, it's yeah been a hell of a ride. Um, Kevin Greenway, what a week. Thanks to all who've lifted the mood again after a temporary lull. My glass is always half full until I drink it and pour myself another. I've felt more and more positive about the beautiful blues over the last two years as you lads, other fans and protest groups have fought to change the landscape. Those efforts should never be forgotten and it's a base to all that followed. And it seems to me the concept of the alliance. Important thing, they they kept talking about the alliance. They are banging this alliance thing. The alliance, as they put it, isn't them. It's not everyone. the club. It's not the fact. It's literally everyone, us, the community, anything for the betterment of Birmingham City and the city of Birmingham. They deem the alliance. It's their catch-all name for everything good pushing yeah. in the right direction um, having said all this my question could seem negative although it's not meant to be Knighthead have set out a brilliant vision including as Colin Titan reported being prepared to spend hundreds of millions over time however they don't yet have full control are Knighthead going to secure 100% ownership in order to make this plan a reality are there any dangers or hurdles in the current ba- ownership balance and that's the bit I want you to answer the, the dangers and hurdles are we, there, we every time we do one of these I still get questions like that that's just the one I picked Saying, right, so can it fall off a cliff? So, so, so the first bit where he says well, they don't have ownership control, they do have control. They have absolute control. So, we need to, you need to get that. You need to get that out of the head. The whole how much percentage shareholding they have means jack shit. In this case, they have them by the bollocks. They have one hundred percent control, and they will not be relinquishing that because they've like literally got their bollocks and a vice. I can't make this any more blunt. Um, is there a danger it'll fall off the cliff? There's a danger I'll get hit by a bus tomorrow. It doesn't mm. mean it's going to happen. I, it's a bit of a shit answer, but I don't think it's, it's... It's a bit of a shit answer, but I don't think it's something we should even think about. No. You know? I haven't thought like, about BSHL for a long time. If the owners aren't thinking about it, then I have no reason to think about it. Mm. 
exactly. It's like, and, and it's kind of like the PTSD we're all suffering, isn't it? Mm. It's like the, oh man, it's blue. Something's going to go wrong tomorrow, isn't it? It's got to go wrong tomorrow. Why is it? Yeah. You know, um, what is it? Like people have said, we've got to let go of this whole typical blues thing. Yes. Agreed. But I think that I think that's very true. And I think this is something that Nighthead are going to struggle with because it is part of our, our identity at the moment, you know, typical blues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need, we need to shake that off. And I don't, I don't fully know how it that's going to happen. It took Man City a few years, didn't it? Let's face it. It would be mm-hmm. interesting no. to talk to Man City fans to find out what they thought when they were in this stage of the yeah. becoming global. Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget, they also went through the... Um, they went through the uh, the uh, yeah. the false um, profit, as it were. Mm. Went actually, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, they it wasn't quite the Mister King. It wasn't quite as um, it, a secretive of Mister King, but yeah. certainly a criminal. So they've been through that, and they came out the other side as well. So maybe, yeah, it's it's a good thing mm. to talk to them about it, and maybe it's worth asking them, like. Because Man City, obviously, they're actually a pretty working class club, you know. Like Main Road was like proper hardcore. Yeah. How have they? Because you know, like there's this thing where um, they don't uh, they're they're seen as a bit plastic. Their fans yeah, are. Yeah. They won't go to certain games. Is that a thing? I was talking to a Man U fan at work, and they told me that um, going to Old Trafford's really shit because. Um, hang on, I've, I actually wrote down a quote because it was, it's it's that in, like I was that impressed. They said the problem that with problem the problem at Man U is that the tickets in there are so expensive and inaccessible to many. The crowds are fulfilled with people who maybe don't love the club and the game so much. Mm. That's what scares me. That's what mm. scares me the most. Um, I know it. You know it. It, it does happen. Um, I talked to someone about it, and apparently Liverpool suffer it a little bit. You have people who buy season tickets so they can just get the away ones. They don't really yeah. care. Or some mm-hmm. of the, uh, the home ones do anyone want them. Mm. They just want to go to the away games because that's where the fans are. Yes. And it's impossible to get a home ticket otherwise. Yeah. Mm. It's a long way off for us. Well, That's give, my only... To be honest, give me that rather than 19,000 yeah. when they've just made spent 12 million on making 28,000 available again. So... This is it, isn't it? Yeah. It takes me back Better to the, w, the, um, the Jeremy Dale one where he was saying with the, the Blues Matters and all that, this is your chance to get on board first. Yeah, absolutely. Be that yeah. early adapter, early adopter yeah. of the new Blues. Yeah. Say you were there from day one. You were there from the start. You helped shape the Blues from day one. Yeah. Tell your kids in 30 years' time that you were there in the trenches trying to turn this sinking ship around. Gary Cook said numerous times, the club's broken from the staff when they got in, a portion of them were broken. The facilities were broken. The lift in the GMU was broken. Everything about the club, like walking into a bomb site essentially, and they are bit by bit ripping it out and, and refurbishing it all um, physically, metaphorically, however you want to want to look at it. Um yeah. I, I mean, just for some some closing thoughts on the whole open house. Pew, did you come away feeling revitalised? Did you feel like you've been sold a bill of goods? Did you feel like you sat through a PR experience? Did you want to run through a brick wall for Nighthead? What were your thoughts? Um, I think well, I, 
I was aware that I sat through uh, an exercise to try and get fans on board um, and effectively to say, you know, in the four months, look at what we have done for this club. Um, you, know, you Obviously, you're aware of, that that's going on. But ultimately, and I think that's a, the last point you made, maybe not so much me individually, but I look at Craig Gardner and whatever you think of him, I look at Gary Cook. And whatever you think of them, I look at Ian Dutton and, you know, all those other guys that are, and, and girls that are working at the club in, in important roles, all of those feel like they would run through a brick wall for Nighthead. Yeah. All of those guys in positions of power feel like they would follow Tom Wagner <laughs> into into war, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that's important that if, if the ultimately the fundamental guy at the top of the chain is so well respected and and appreciated by the his his guys and girls underneath him, then that filters down and their enthusiasm for their job now filters down to the people who work below them and then to the fans and then, you know, ultimately, um the longer we continue the feel-good factor should seep through the whole club then. So no one who I spoke to um, attached to the club in an official capacity slagged off BSHL in any way, They were, which I like that. They were very professional about it. Yeah. They just called them the previous regime. They didn't... And that we didn't get much from them. Didn't get much from them. That was it. Yeah. But they talked about them in the way you would expect them to talk about them with the same tone, albeit not saying anything negative. The way they talk about Wagner and Knighthead is almost cult-like. Um, yeah. They have been sold it. When I, I did that um, little Vox Poppy thing in the shop, I walked back with the media oh, Back guys. to that again. I, <laughs> I'm going to crowbar that in, mate, until they release the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I walked back with the two media guys and I said to them, it's just me and you two here. Is this all a load of bollocks, really? Is it just PR nonsense? And they were like, we're learning some of this stuff ourselves now and yeah. we're as excited as you are. They they said it with the full enthusiasm that has been shown when they knew they were under the microscope. Um, yeah, <clears throat> they they seem energised, which ener- energises me. Um, but before I move yeah, on exactly. to to Ivory's sort of closing thoughts, did you feel as a premium podcast host that you were being used yes, for apparently. your platform? Um, oh, that's a good question. Thank you, mate. Um, that's why I'm the premium podcast. I host. think. Well, I think that's why I was there. I'm aware that's why I was there, that whatever they told us, it was sort of our... Duty. um, Yeah, responsibility, duty to the club, duty to them, that they put this on for us, that we share what they told us to people, you know, which is what we're doing now. That's why Um, this is three hours long. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah, you know, which, I again, I, I, we we come on this podcast... I was going to say every week, most weeks. Um, but we, we, yeah, we've been doing this. You and Dan have done, I think it's 4,812 meetings with the mayor now. Um, (laughs) yeah, yes. Um, you know, we've all put the time in to the, to this podcast. We've all put the time in for the shows that we've done. Not Jack. Um, you know, and, 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 and ultimately I'm, I'm more than happy to, you know, all, all we're doing is passing on, you know, what we're saying. We, we didn't get told as we leave, make sure it's good. Make sure you say nice things about us. You know, 
they they told us what they wanted to say and we're passing that information on at the end of the day the fact that i thought it was very informative and there were lots of positive pieces to come out of it is is my own opinion so. yeah that's why we did the one straight after which was all excitable this one as i say we've had time to sit and think and really sort of evolve those thoughts yeah the whole idea of this is that it's comprehensive i would like to think that people yes. listening feel like they were almost on the same tour as us albeit with our biases thrown in there um, yeah which is why i didn't want to just come on and just talk for 40 minutes and go oh, that was good oh i like this bit i didn't like mm-hmm. this bit oh and, and you did a vox pop thing as well i, I did the, like a media yeah, guys yeah. in the club shop if, if you could release that boys just for my own personal it's probably shit that's probably why no one's seen it i hope they release it and it's terrible <laughs> it probably is ivory your closing thoughts on the whole open house saga and the first, my first closing thought is that vox pop was probably just for tom wagner so he started a video clip <laughs> he replaced in his new york uh his new york office i'd like to think he's got a little photo of mark in his corner it's his screensaver whenever watson looking thoughtful in that in that tk match yeah 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 oh yeah more like dartboard um it's interesting you say do i feel used um I do, but I also don't. So mm. I, 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 I'm going to compare it to the secret meeting I went to with Dong. Yeah. Where I did feel used. I felt utterly abused and I felt utterly used. And that's why I would like, like bollocks to it. I'm going to talk about it mm. and got in a shitload of trouble for doing so. Mm. Um, this was a different kind of like, I know that they invited me because, you know, um, I got 17,000 followers on Twitter and that I, I'm a gobby prick and that I write. Two thousand words that like no one's well. Some people are going to read. Didn't do a vox pop about what's, what, about what's going on. I know that's why they invited me. Yeah. And yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, and you know, I, I, I upheld my side of the bargain. But I'm, the problem I have is that I'm cynical, and I'm cynical born out of like the last ten years of what I've been through, uh, what the pub's been through. I've seen so much. It's like. I want to, but I really do want to believe it, and I am believing it in, at some level. But I'm also there is a little voice in the back of my head going, "Well, they dodged that question, didn't they?" And that, that, that was a bit bullshitty, wasn't it? And yeah, but it was also the first time they'd done it. Mm. The first time they'd done it, there was always going to be hitches. There were always going to be problems, and there wasn't that many. I mean, yeah, it overrun, but it was always going to. Uh, it was like you say. It was uber. Pro- it was more professional than I've ever been experienced oh, at the yeah. booth. Mm. But you were right. There was like Dave walking around with us, but there was like a guy with an earpiece who was checking the timing. So mm. it's like, fucking hell, these these guys are actually. And I think they gave Davo the two wheelchair users because Dave, um, like, because Davo is um, capable was capable of like thinking of like okay i need to make sure these people can get to this make sure the route's okay that kind of thing was taken into account mm. which is sometimes it hasn't been in the past yeah you know i thought that i thought that was pretty cool um i thought yeah i i get there's some like there is a little bit of bitterness online because some people wanted to go and part of me thinks it's because these people just wanted a selfie with wayne rooney yeah. And that's understandable. You know, I would. I I would be in that position too, maybe. But as the first step goes, it's a pretty big one and a pretty good one. 
Um, my only my only feeling is is that I hope they understand that as scarred as we are, as jaded as we are, I think we're grown up enough to be able to like take the bad as well. Just you know, mm. be honest. Like be honest I wasn't offended. I was not offended by the whole thing. A because I'd actually heard it before. And B, because I thought, well, I wasn't there, but I bet it was flat. Like, I, and, and like, Rooney got abused, and that was like... Mm-hmm. So, the last game, we beat Sheffield Wednesday. I don't know if you heard it when we were walking out, Mark, but some bloke behind us went, Rooney, you fucking prick. Yeah, I did, yeah. I thought we fucking won. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But again, I think your, your point about the, um, you know, the, the bitterness, if you like, the jealousy of people who... who who wanted to go just to have a selfie with Rooney. If that's the only reason you wanted to go, then I've no sympathy for you. If you wanted to go because you have a, and again, this is what one of the points, if you, if you wanted to go because you have a genuine passion about a certain topic of the club, that you will get your say, which I think is an important message to get out there that, you know, if, if you wanted to go because you're passionate about the club, and you feel that your voice can be used in a certain way, keep keep believing in that because you will get your chance in the end. See, yeah. I, I I think to to put my spin on the whole um, um, upset online, should we say? I think yeah. a lot of that is born of the misconception that it was only us gobby pricks that were invited. I think people don't realise quite such a wide demographic yeah, was yeah. there. I, I I think maybe that's. Maybe that's our fault, although Ivory has put a screenshot of the email stating who's invited in his article. Yeah. I put one I think there were five, reply. five guys from the Women's Supporters Club. Yeah. So, five guys and girls from the Women's Supporters Club. Yeah. Two of the disabled groups. Um, yeah. Jarby Blues was there, I believe. Yes. In our Sassy group going round. Sassy Blues. Sassy Blues, yeah. Our, our group going round, they, they, I didn't know who they were, but they clearly long-term fans, season ticket holders. They've sat in yeah, the club well, class before. I spoke to a guy from the Yorkshire group. Anthony um, Rowley was there. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was a wide demographic of people, and, and maybe we need to take that on us. Maybe we try to make it all about ourselves, which is, is rarely said about me, but maybe that is that is what happened, and we needed to advertise the fact that this was open to everyone, but yeah. I, that information was out there. But no, I, I think... Some of the, the, call it jealousy, call it whatever, I, I think it was the misconception that it was just us gobby twats that got invited and it I wasn't. I think it was also a misconception that it was a Q&A and that only our yeah. questions would be heard. When it was, to- I, I kept saying to people on Facebook, it's not, because they go, anyone who's going to say Q&A, can you ask this? It's not a fucking Q&A. Yeah. How many times do I need not to say hands it's up not a Q&A. fucking Q&A? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, and like, I, it's been said a zillion times, you know, I, and, and because people only re only remember sometimes what they what they think they've read it, you get these misconceptions happen yeah. and then of course you get the um you get the the funny people who um who make um who make stuff up on twitter sometimes for a joke sometimes because they can sometimes because they just deliberately want to watch the world burn which is i can kind of understand <laughs> you know sometimes i think people need to kind of like just take a step back and just think Hold on, really, really? Because I, you know, you know that um, Gilmeric um, upper thing. Mm. Some twat said, "Oh no, it's because they've condemned the Gilmeric upper, and people believed it." Yeah, there's a shot. It's like, are, 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 are we that damaged as fans? Has that much shit happened that yeah, we're willing the worst to believe? Yeah, 
without any evidence at all because it's blues. We, we will if it's negative, yeah, unfortunately. And as I say, that that is almost on the new owners to truly try and understand, but I don't think they will. I mm, think yeah. love are scorned and all that. I think we, we have been through shit. I think... Jeremy well, that's Dale. a us problem. That's a us problem, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Jeremy Dale will understand. Gary Cook will understand. Will Tom Wagner? Tom Brady certainly won't. Um, they might hear the information, but they won't understand the information. Anyway, anyway, this has been three hours. This has hopefully been a, a very comprehensive explanation of everything. So I, I don't think we've left any stone unturned as to what happened at this open house. So there should be no, like there's no secrets. There was no, no. special, there was no freebies other than a bottle of Coke and a pie. There was, no. Hopefully this is, you feel having watched or listened to this, you feel like you got the experience we got albeit with our biases. Um, mm. Thank you very much for sticking with us. If you managed to stick with us for, for three hours, thank you very much, Ivory. Thank you very much, Pew, for putting up with me for three hours. I appreciate yeah. this was a long old slog, and thank you for doing it. In, in, thank you for thank you for giving your time because it is massively appreciated by me. Regardless of anyone else listens to this, it's yeah. I, I appreciate as long as you're happy that's, right. that's all that matters I appreciate the time you spent with me um, yeah. but yeah thank you very much everyone else for watching Fat Lads Going Goal we love you more than life itself please do enter the Fatavision Song Contest too give us your festive um, festive musings your festive blues themed chants please do get involved with the blues toy drive let's get them kids some presents for Christmas um, yeah. all the details are on the GoFundMe page skip back to the start of this three hours ago and you'll hear me talk all about <laughs> it again other than that we will see you next week more than likely ta-ra Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.